All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here, we are live, and we are ready to go. This is CC's BEC Podcast coming live. We're back. And we have a special guest today, someone who's like really helps people get really good with the football. James Brady, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me here. Of course, dude. Thank you for coming. Um, so me not being someone who really understands football, I really hope you can bear with me today. Of I'm course, definitely uh, I'm not smart when it comes to football. There's other things that we can talk about that I kind of know a lot about, and maybe I talk too much, but this today, you know, I'm about to learn. So Sean, hopefully, you know, can help <laughs> with me. This We always argue about this, and Chris, you know. These are the fantasy guys. So what we do up, like what up? Well, come on, Chris, say hello. I'll try and help you out as much as I can. All right. Here to educate, baby. But um, yeah, James is definitely like the go-to guy for like quarterbacks and football in general, okay. just mentality. Yeah. I, uh, maybe I'm just leaving some stuff out there, but you know. Um, well, wh- why don't you give me like the the overall like how would you title yourself or like what like so it's your own business. It is, yeah. So it's a I run a quarterback training business. Um, we do work with uh, skilled positions, wide receivers, running backs, um, in our big group workouts and offensive linemen as well. But it is um, mainly centered around quarterbacks. Okay. Um, it's my full time gig, which is pretty cool. And that's um, what it, that's the hat, elite, yep, elite QB, yeah. Okay. And um, the I like name, the li like oh, that. Thank you. Well, yeah. that, and that's kind of the the deal behind it. Um, what's funny is when we were coming up with it, it used to be called the All Long Island Football Academy. Okay. Which is kind of long and drawn out, and um, we came up with. We we're looking at the word elite, and to me, the word elite itself kind of carries some obviously Speaks like elitism, right. and it. And mm-hmm. I was kind of, I wasn't sure how I felt about it because I didn't want it to be like look at us we're better than everybody else we're the best it's not about that, um, but with the li in it, um, that's really what it's for is the li qb and elite so it's like long island which i'm really big i'm really big on like new york long island type of of businesses i mean like mine is basically all about you know reviewing bacon egg and cheeses and like (laughs) literally if you if you go to any other state in the world there's no bacon if they even have it so my biggest thing is like you know new york businesses they're definitely in my opinion the best because you got to think on your feet you got to be smart you got to know what you're doing and i mean from what i've seen like dude some of your videos those are all people that you've trained 100 percent. yeah and like i i I, I can't lie. They look like like professional football players. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> no, no. I mean, dude. Yeah. Again, I'm uh, like I said in the beginning. I'm not the smartest person when it comes <laughs> to football. But to me, when I look, when I'm looking at this, I guess child. Like, yeah. how, what's the range for these um, guys? Majority is uh, high school age, so like ninth through twelfth grade. Um, we have like twenty something guys playing in college now. But uh, we start all the way uh, seven is the age that we start Holy at. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so are these parents like coming at you? Like they're like, listen, my son, he has the best arm in the world. Give him the power. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, Is that what's going on now? What's pretty cool, to be honest, um, there's not so much of parents like, I want my kid to be this, I want my kid to be that. It's my son wants, said he wants to be a quarterback. It's awesome. Whatever tools I can give him to help, that's what. I want to be able to do for him whatever it is he decides to do. That's the majority of the conversations. Definitely. You know, there's a few out there, and, and, and those ones I always say are coming from a great place. They want their kids to succeed. They want them to do well. Some people to different extremes. But um, for the most part, it's people just want to support their kids. And uh, that's kind of why we started this, because when I was coming up, um, I played at St. Anthony's and grew up in Deer Park. There literally was zero instruction zero any zero outlets for any not just quarterbacking but football in general there's yeah. no training happening on long island my dad used to drive me three and a half hours into southern new jersey wow. Sunday shit, mornings. Wow. yeah for real to the nearest quarterback coach um 6 a.m sunday mornings every week um which is incredible but as it was coming up it was like if you look at long island 
football, you know, it's, it's kind of looked down upon a little bit. You know, we're not getting the same amount of uh, respect in recruiting and not as many opportunities. And people see it as a lacrosse uh, place. But I feel that if, you know, the athletes are just as good as everywhere else, it's, it's how they're developed from uh, a young age coming up. If they have the outlet, if they have the opportunity, if they have the instruction, they have the education, and so they get there, more reps, it's, you know, I think they can hang with anybody. So my question is this. If I decided to pad up. Yep. And you had to give me like a certain amount of time for me to yeah. like. I think I have good accuracy. Mm-hmm. Like in my opinion, I, I, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Yep. I don't know, but in my opinion, how far like, can you throw? See, like that's the thing. Like I can't throw. <laughs> I can't throw crazy far. That's in my opinion, getting a little more distance on the ball for beginners is something you'd see very very quickly. Just the main thing I teach is how to how to use your whole body in the nice. throw. How to use your okay. lower body. Okay. Um, is it easier for kids? It's easier for the younger. Um, so it, in like the seven to 10 range, it varies based on, you know, athleticism and strength and, yeah. strength. and yeah. some kids, they're just not physically developed enough to do some of the things that we ask. And we have to teach them a little bit differently. Um, but once you get to 11, 12, 13, you got a kid that's got some athleticism. Um, he's, he's, you know, developed a little more physically. Um, that's when you see the mo- the quickest progress in my opinion, because they, they don't have as many bad habits. You know, you get someone who's 17, 18, they've been thrown a certain way for their whole lives. Yeah. That's hard to, that's fixing, in my opinion. Um, is it which, harder to fix? It is definitely harder to fix because it just takes... You pay them, more takes, for They pay more for no, that no, right no, now. No, it's all <laughs> I'm the same. Kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but I, I enjoy it a little bit more because I, I learn myself every time I have to fix something. There's, kids sometimes do things you've never seen before. Now you have to figure out, okay, why is he doing this? What issues is it causing? And that's how I've learned everything I've learned over the last 11, 12 years is by seeing a kid, okay, this is what he's currently doing. This is how he's throwing, where the ball is going. Okay, we want it to go straight. It's not. So what do we need to do? And right. it's constant trial and error, and it's literally all about balance. Are you just watching them, or do you actually yeah. have, like, videos? Of, yeah, so of- I, I it, for me, I can when I see a kid throw, it might sound strange, but I can kind of see it happening in slow motion, kind of like frame by frame from the ground up, oh, okay. just because I've been seeing it for so long. Well, it's, it's what you look for. 100%, yeah. yeah. And um, it's a four-phase throwing motion that I kind of talk about. So if the first phase is out of whack, okay, well, that's why everything else on top of it isn't happening properly. But I do videotape almost everything. Nice. I have a good app that we use that can slow it down. I can put my voice over it, send it to them. Because uh, it it's a lot of that's whoa, 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 a lot of information. Whoa, time out, man. Yeah. That, that's super sophisticated. Yeah. Start over there. Like, remember, <laughs> I'm not, app, wait, so, he, you, so you have an app that you've built? Yeah. No, 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 the, no, no. Oh, an app that you've used? Oh yeah. So it's called Coach's Eye. I recommend it to any coach, trainer, anybody out there okay. who's working with athletes trying to. They're gonna sponsor their... you in a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm feeling. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> and it's very affordable chat. as well. I think it's like four ninety nine uh, for a lot of their features. It's, that's what I use. Uh, but because what we do, it's so uh, to get the ball to f- spin and fly straight consistently is not easy. Yeah. Um, and then you have like what, like so many p- different people trying oh, to and do there's it. A hun- and, the, and every kid's Jesus, a little dude, bit different. I'm just thinking so, of all the variables oh, and like yeah. all the data oh, that you would need for a, that. There's a lot. And something I've done personally as a coach the last year or so, my main objective was to simplify it all. So I dove into learning all the science and figuring. That it's really a lot of physics. Right. And I caught myself you could throwing all the physics a, at the kid, and it's like, podcast, wait a second, right, uh, yeah, that that's one. a whole different thing, yeah, <laughs> for real. But yeah. uh, to keep it simple for the kids, and when they can, in my opinion, when you can see yourself doing something along with the instruction, it makes it a little bit easier. So, like, the, in our private workouts and our semi-privates, that comes along with that training. 
portion of it. So is it, it like helps the kids a lot? I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. So is it like there's classes and then there's also special attention classes? Yep. And now are you like it's yours? It's your yep. baby. So yep. you're doing you're doing all of that. Right. So the, uh, all the all the aunts. <laughs> How the fuck did we get him? You sound super busy. <laughs> well, Jesus. Well, what's awesome? Uh, full disclosure: my father and I run it together. So he does all the scheduling, all the back end stuff that would take a ton of my time. He's like mm-hmm. the office guy, correct? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So but it's good to so have that. Yeah. Well, you need it, that. So without without him, we does he, he have a handle? Any Instagram? He's no, he's he's the wizard behind <laughs> the scenes. Cool. He doesn't like to be yeah. he silent. Doesn't, yeah, <laughs> he silent but he deadly. He doesn't want dude. people to know he's there. But uh, Jesus, with, real, straight up, without him, it wouldn't be to the level that it is. Nice. Uh, I mean, he even drove you. In Shout out to when pops. you were a kid. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. Yeah, that's well, some dedication right there. I, I'm assuming that you guys saw this as an opportunity oh, when no you were question. young, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was just like. Hey, I'm just gonna build this business with my son, and yeah. then make him amazing, and then all of a sudden we're just gonna, you know, sell amazing, and that's yeah. basically what's going on right now. This is what that's awesome, dude. Yeah. That that honestly, it, yeah. those, those are those are the type of businesses that I love to hear because, especially like you're getting to see the aspect of a father and a son building something from the ground up, and it's successful oh, for yeah. for what it looks like and from everything that I see. <laughs> so like, what do you so? When did this, like, I guess, start? You said 10, 11 years ago. Uh, yep. So when I was 18, I was a senior in high school. Um, I was just St. Anthony's? At St. Anthony's, yes. Yeah. Season was over. It's like springtime. I was outside my house, and my neighbor, um, who I didn't know at the time, just pulled up in front of my house. He's like, hey, sorry to bother you. Or, and he was like, are you James Brady? And I was like, yeah, how can I help you? He's like, look, my name's Frank. I live down the street. Uh, I have two sons. They're 11 and 7. We love you. Come to all your games. Like, would you just mind tossing the ball around for a minute with them i was like 100 percent, i'd love to so i get there and at first it's all fun just messing around and you know next i couldn't help myself i just start you know how to hold the ball properly how to stand how to do this how to do nice. that and um just instinctively started coaching them up um i go to leave i was there for like an hour hour and a half and they were having so much fun smiling laughing and like visibly getting a lot better which i thought was incredible that's also uh, a just good from feeling. A, oh it's the most rewarding feeling in yeah. the world um so i go to leave shake the guy's hand and uh, give me a couple bucks. I was like, don't be silly. You know, that's, I would do this whenever you're yeah. right down the street and help the kids. He goes, no, seriously, I wasn't anticipating this. I watched that whole thing from the kitchen window. It was incredible. First off, how much fun they had. They clearly love you and how much better they got. He goes, let's do this three times a week. Wow. Holy and, shit. Uh, wow. I went home told my dad, I was like, I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. And because at the time, it, there was it literally didn't exist. There was no market. There was no nothing for it. So we. It's nice to steal the market on shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it, it. How does it feel it to be like Apple in its infancy? <laughs> you get what I'm it's saying? Cool. <laughs> well, there's a few other people that do do it on a, a little bit smaller scale, and I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for them. They've had nothing but success in their own playing careers and coaching guys up. And I genuinely feel like there needs to be more people doing what I'm doing. Right. Um, you know, obviously I want to uh, help as many people as possible, mm-hmm. but especially with the quarterback position, how intricate it is in the, the, the playing, but also the leadership role that it, it brings with it in the school well, you're building. building you're building leaders. Yeah. That, well, that's really what, what we really do. Um, and people ask me sometimes, you know, how, what, how did it get to this? How is it so successful as it is? In my opinion, it's really because what we really do is develop young men into kind, compassionate, well-rounded young men respectful. that are respectful, that yeah. are, you know, that, that those character traits and the skill sets and the mindsets that they learn through how to play quarterback, they can take with them to whatever it is they decide to do, and it's going to help them enjoy their experience more and be more successful. And right. that's what I 
I generally believe well, it's he's selling it your dope experience. And you oh, see some, sweet. you see some quarterbacks like throughout the NFL, and yep. like some of them are the most are the most talented, yep. but like they don't have the mindset, they don't have the exactly. leadership. Um, and maybe that's something that they should have learned when they were younger. They ran it to James Brady, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Pat Mahomes, you know, he's he, he's got a lot of uh, good stuff ahead of him. Yeah, but, and those you know, are certain guys. And those, you know. those are things sometimes that you hear when the draft is coming up and they're talking about different guys that right. they call them intangibles. You know, what being cool, calm, and collected, um, having a little something about you, just that attitude. This is what you talk about quarterbacks. And, yeah. This is yeah. intangible. Yeah. That's, that's a, a category yeah. or a type yeah. of, like, uh, an adjective for it's what you like call a personality trait kind a of deal trait. Yeah, yeah, something that. All right, so start when, over. I'm sorry. All good. So when <laughs> when someone talks about intangible, in my opinion, it's things that you're kind of born with, and either you have it or you don't. And it's those character traits that kind of separate the guys who make it and the guys who don't. There's that confidence, being able to block out the distractions, handle adversity things like that that you hear about the most successful quarterbacks are able to do. Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you see it. It's it's. Yeah. It's obvious in every guy that is successful at the position, um, but I believe those things can be taught and they can be learned, right. and that's that's what we do, and that's something that we've put a heightened level of focus on um, most recently in the training. It's a whole another section of it online that we do now for you have a website? the mindset. Yeah, it's EliteQB.net. Okay. Um, most of if you want to get an idea for kind of you know, who I am and the approach that we take, uh, social media is definitely the best way to, dude, to check it you out. You post a lot. I, yeah, dude, your Instagram, yeah, yeah. I, I see your, your you, you post on there. There's, yeah. there's definitely great stuff. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, well, what's cool about it is from a business standpoint, it's like free advertising basically. Right. Yeah. But more than, but more than any, but more than, that's not really the, the drive behind it. It's, uh, it's a tool that, you know, every kid is on. Right. And, I, re- I follow tons of things that are so educational, so informative, inspiring, motivational, and that's what I strive to do with it and um, is to educate and motivate people to, with my beliefs. And also, you know, the kids work their butts off. They, you know, some kids, it's year-round for years on end, and this, they absolutely love it. And when they do well, it's cool for them to see it up there. You know, if a kid has a great game, put his stats up, a picture of him or his videos. And um, I, I use – anytime I put anything up of a kid, more than anything, it's for him. Right. You know what I mean? That's it's, awesome. It's, that it's, it's, a, it's a shout-out yeah. shout to him. You right. know, it's not for the likes. No, but those and, kids uh, probably really, uh, really appreciate it because I hope it makes so. them feel – Well, I mean, it makes them feel good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not only is their coach the guy who's teaching them stuff. Like, it's very encouraging. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it gives them that – So. One of you guys said like a great question. I'm gonna steal it. I don't know why, but I have to do it. So, oh, it was, it was Chris. It Go was Chris. Ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's not that question. It's a different one. Okay, so when you when you're teaching someone yep. and they're just not getting something, yep, and they're actually punishing themselves almost mm-hmm. mentally. Was that was that Sean's question? No, I don't I remember. I don't know who said that. I apologize. I'm apologizing right now. Everyone heard me apologize for it. Yeah. No, but so for me, my mindset when I fuck up so much. I don't think there's anybody in the world that can change the fuck up mindset that mm-hmm. I have when I'm doing something like, all right, this is a terrible comparison, but in beer pong, yep. right? I consider myself to be pretty good. Uh-huh. But when I have an off night, mm-hmm. I have to push as hard as I can to get at least one win to make right. myself feel a tiny bit better. But that's just something that I do for myself mentally. But when I'm having bad games, have what what's like i, I don't want to use the word formula but what's, no there's there's a, yeah. there's a bit of a, yeah. a, a, a somewhat of a formula to it you got there's it it starts in the mind i teach about the power of the mind i speak about it a lot 
um, as simple as like you, what you think about, you bring about kind of stuff. But when it comes to learning a new skill or playing a game, you're going to make mistakes. And I believe it's your perception of those mistakes that is either going to drag you down or help you get better. And it's all your perspective of it. So I really, really, really try to do my best to ingrain into the kids' minds, hey, you're here to make mistakes. Mistakes are a good thing. When you make a mistake, the response should be good because it's showing you it's something, something to work to, on. It's something. It's showing you something to work on and it's learn from. And that's awesome. like that it's too. only going to help yeah. you be- yeah. get better because no, but it's that's inevitable. Good positivity. Yeah. There's not a it's lot. It's all of, positive. Listen, man. I've good. seen coaches, dude. I've watched oh, yeah. videos of coaches scream. Like I can't even. I, I don't even think. Have you ever screamed at one of your people? Not in not in the quarterback summer. training. the guys around him and I just had to dig in and be like yo look if you're going to keep this up you can't be here like it's it you can you see how it's bringing the energy down can you see how it's um, affecting the guys around us but uh, more than anything uh, no I I keep it I try to keep it cool um, it's a lot of patience um, and positivity it's right. you know they're there to learn right. and I always say um, I'm teaching you how to learn first, not just how to throw a football. You have to learn how to learn. If that's going to be your response, if you're going to get upset, if you're going to get down on yourself, then forget about the mechanics of it. Like if every single time you throw a bad ball, you curse at yourself and you're dropping your head, we're not going to get anywhere. So the first thing needs to be take a deep breath, relax. And the formula that I give them is, and this is for anything, anytime you're making a mistake, learning something new, is identify the problem, figure out the solution, and move forward positively. Right. So I talk a lot with, with the groups and, or with the kids, whether it's one-on-one, semi-privates, which is four kids at a time, or the big groups. I talk a lot, and the uh, main thing I'm doing now, a goal of mine uh, to get better at, is to check more for understanding, um, because it's about the knowledge. Like You can go out and throw the ball all day long in your backyard with your buddies, you can do those things when you're not here. When you're here, I want to make sure that you're grasping the knowledge of the why, when, how, all of that. You know what I mean? If you don't understand what we're working on, then there's no way you can actually work on it to get better. Um, so there's a lot of checking for understanding, a lot of talking, a lot of teaching involved i think that's a great approach for anything any yep. business and that's perfect that you bring it to the sports world well, he has a good mindset about it too you know, a lot of a lot of people they they get like you said get down on themselves you yep. see even like on tv now mm-hmm. you watch these guys maybe they didn't really have that coaching right that instruction that you're saying that like isn't very available everywhere right. and you know maybe if they got that when they were younger you see these like nfl guys now you know they throw an interception their heads down yep. and their you know their helmets up like yeah. this with their hands over their their mm-hmm. face you know it's like it's like just get out there and do it again man it. like you know like that's you get, it you know and that's yeah. what i think is so cool about it and i want to i something i love talking about it is because these are things that you can literally apply to anything you know i i learned i didn't make it all up you know i i study myself and i studied the world's most successful people the, the elite performers in their fields Okay, what are these people doing? And, you know, and it's you could apply it to business, you can apply it to whatever it is that you're working on, um, but that's it exactly. And there's something we actually do a lot. We try to separate responding and reacting. And I believe how we're just conditioned to think in today's society. It's easy 
to be negative. It's easy to get down on yourself. Well, there's and a I, lot of hate out there, man. It's right tough, now, man. I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to cut them but like the the so way social media is now and the way like i mean i'm hearing now that like kids that don't get a hundred likes think about committing suicide yeah it's tough There's like i mean maybe that's the most drastic thing i've said all night but that's well it's, it's very early still and it's it's just truly it's not you know it's it's kind of ridiculous there's a lot of people that like you like trolling is like such a big thing and it bullying. hurts people so Bull- like bullying yeah bullying yeah. trolling yeah. it's, it's yeah. It and it just that sheds light on just uh, a drastic issue. I think in our society yep. today, um, for a lot of different reasons. And what I look at is when there is that's happening, hate and trolling is not who they're saying it to and why they're saying it. But okay, the person that is doing that, there's something going on with them. Right. I think that's it's them I projecting think. how they feel about 100%, themselves. Exactly, and that that's where. Because they don't know how to handle their adversity. They don't know how to correct themselves. They don't know how to become a better version of themselves. They don't know how to do those things. And, like, that's literally what we're teaching. But even with social media and back more to what we're saying with, like, the business and growing whatever it is that you're working on, there's so much instant gratification. So if you're not good right away, it's easy to just give up. It's easy to just pack it in. It's easy to get frustrated. And that's where we talk a lot about we try to get to the root of everything. It's emotions, it's thoughts. That's like what's actually happening as human beings inside of us. It's reacting versus responding. When you react to something, I think that's just what is ingrained in us. It's like an instinctual emotional explosion that you didn't have any control over that. You just lashed out. Whether you're getting a fight with your parents and right. you're just like, wow, it's like you wouldn't say that to anybody. You know what I mean? Like that's not how that's not gonna help. Right. So reacting, we teach them as an instinctual emotional explosion. A response is literally when you can take a breath identify the stimulus, whatever it is that's causing the issue, and formulate a positive response that's going to get you going in the direction that you want. And that's literally for anything. You and you're, you're teaching this to like 10-year-olds? Oh, straight up. Jesus. <laughs> There's going to be a great generation of quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. in Long Island. Oh, people, that have a man. Very, people. Great very generation good. of people is what we're working towards. No, I, and I get that. Yeah. I just, it, it's, 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 it's nice to see because it's so, I don't know. In a world filled with hate, in a world filled with so much like negativity, mm-hmm. it's nice to see that there are people that are making like a true effort on that type of thing. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. One of the things um, you had actually appreciated, you know, you bringing me down for uh, doing some video. Of for course. You. Yeah, uh, yeah. One of the things I, I saw you being you do you do it in the field. Um, you know, after you uh, you're done, you go up to them, you say, you know, with the heart. Right. You want to like kind of just explain. Sure. Like, yeah. Know. So we hug different is the best way I can describe it. Um, if you think about ever how you hug somebody. Um, it, 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 it's, it's chest forward ass out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Did I say it right? Yeah. yeah no. No, it's, I know that's completely wrong. But, but we, so we mix it up a little bit. So if you ever just think about it really fast, you probably haven't thought about it when you hug somebody. You introduce yourself, put your right hand out, right. and then it's if you were to hug someone, it's like your right chest and shoulder to their right chest and shoulder. Heart right? to heart. You know, well, so that's so that's how normal that that's people normal. normally do it. Yeah. But we say heart to heart. So like I just it whether it does or it doesn't, I think it does. Um, we're working on just building a little bit more of a connection. So we go heart to heart. So we still do right hand out, but then when we bring it in, it's to the other side. Left so side, you, yeah. they, it's the left side to left side. So they bring their heart to my heart. I bring my heart to their heart. Then we go heart to heart. So if nothing else, it's showing them that it's important to me to establish more of a connection with them. Right. And that's why we do it. And I actually got it from a yoga practice. Which oh, really? Is pretty nice. cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I think I, and so as everything's energy in your heart, the, the amount of energy and electricity and everything, it, produces i think that when you do touch heart to heart it can 
form a little bit of something there. Now I've seen like football players now they're doing a lot of hot yoga yep. and doing a lot of yoga. How do you, um, if you want to explain a little bit like how it affects you? A sure. Bit. Um, so how I got into it, and this is like a whole nother topic, but I think it's yep. extremely important. Um, I battled, once my playing career was over, um, I battled depression severely, I think anxiety, stress, all these things that like I had a lack of a sense of identity, I think is really what it was. Um, I mean, I was doing well for myself. I had a full-time teaching job, training was building, growing it. And something in me just felt empty, messy, just like, I didn't know which way was up. Um, just not at peace. And by chance, uh, it was the first day, uh, when I was teaching at Lehigh at the time, that we didn't have football. Football season had just ended, mm-hmm. and I took a different route home. GPS, I decided to use GPS. I was like, oh, maybe there's a faster way. Took me to LA. Long story short, I wound up at a red light. I looked to the side. It's two minutes from my place. Uh, I see a hot yoga place. I just felt drawn towards it, and I went home, grabbed shorts, went in, got jumped in the next class, and just like the the peace and serenity and like the the calmness it gave my mind and the incredible workout it gave my body everyone keeps um, telling me to do it but oh. i've seen people pass out i'm not about that man. so i mean that the passing out thing freaks me out did you think, pass well, out no i did not pass out um and what's cool about it is so when you go in there i think a lot of people don't because they're worried about if they'll be good at it if other people are gonna judge how they're doing i mean i do stretching in the morning yeah, but i wouldn't good. tell people i it's call it fucking yoga, right? you know what i mean it's better than no I, I i would definitely try it i just i'm worried i don't know maybe my shortness of breath i don't know if well I'm, so that's what it will help you with like it you, wherever you're at is where you're at yeah. and it's with anything wherever you're at's where you're at you got to start somewhere right you're not going to jump in there and hold every pose the entire time and make it out you know feeling like roses but that's what you're in there for it's really to put you into a a uncomfortable situation and focus on your breathing do your best to relax and literally just tell yourself i can do this it teaches you how to control your mind it teaches you some discipline it teaches you uh those little things that carry over into every aspect of your life and it's what it's done for me oh god Yeah. yeah what it's done for me mentally is it's saved me yoga and meditation um meditating more than anything um but from a physical standpoint i mean i was just watching the patriots the other day julian edelman's doing yoga six times a week yeah it's because if you think just about the body the body's like a machine and football historically is all about bigger faster stronger and you're throwing around tons of weight um and when you your muscles get bigger they're being built on top of your tendons and your ligaments and your joints and if that underlying structure isn't stable, you're going to get hurt. And I think that's how I kept hurting my, in college, I tore my labrum, my throwing shoulder three times, which, yeah. you know, obviously adversely affected my playing career. But it was because I was benching 335. Holy shit, dude. You were more jacked than you are now? I was like 30 pounds heavier than I am right oh, now. Wow. Yeah, I was big, man. But I was, so like, your body, you? your body, I'm 5'11". Okay. Um, you don't look 5'11". Yeah, I played at 5'11". <laughs> thank you, I think. Height for me has always been a bit of a, you know, a, a sore subject. Cause nah, dude, you're tall. Trust me, oh, don't thanks. worry about it. <laughs> they said I've leaned out a little bit. It makes me look a little a little taller. But uh, it's the way football players are trained, It's uh, which is, thank God, it's shifting. Um, it's just to throw up as much weight as you can for one rep and it's like it 
it's not good for your body. Your body, your joints need to oh, be is, flexible. Is, is that what they were doing to make their arms so they could throw farther? Well, that's is the that, thing. It's like oh. it really, there's really no correlation between bench pressing and being able to throw well. It's actually right. the opposite, yeah. in my opinion. It so think about Tom Brady. Like yeah. he doesn't touch weights. He he's he does pliability, flexibility, mobility. His mus- your muscles want to be. Think of your muscles like a rubber band, right? That's what's happening. Say, so just talk about the shoulder. If you have a ton of mass around a really wound up tight rubber band, right? You apply pressure to that rubber band. Yeah, it's gonna snap. Exactly. It's the same thing. Yeah. Right. But if that, if everything around it is relaxed and long and flexible, it's got free range of motion. And it, from a, a health standpoint, your body can just move better, take hits better. Um, but when it comes to throwing a football, which is what we're working on, it, you want to act like a whip. Your 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 hip works like the handle and the arm is the whip is the easiest way to think about it. If you're holding a tree branch that's all locked up and stiff, there's no whip to it, right? You're not going to get a lot of energy flowing through it. But when you're long and elastic and flexible, uh, it allows for you to produce more force through the ball. Right. So is Tom is Tom Brady someone that you consider to have the, the if you had to look at the quarterbacks that are out in the NFL mm-hmm. right now, does he have what you consider the best form? Oh, it's definitely up there. Um, or who he, has the best form? Is that a good question? Is that, no, is that that's the right a great, way to say it? That's a great it? question. Yeah. yeah, some guys that <laughs> Is that the right way to say guys, it? <laughs> guys that I love fundamentally just from so there's different it's like different strokes, different folks kinds of things, but it's uh What's the most effective? Um if you had so to pick? it's they all they all follow the same principles. So when it, the, where it differs more than anything is, in my opinion, is in the arm action. How you watch the arm move. Basically, what it comes down to is it, you just gotta allow the shoulder to rotate. Because um, most people, what they teach how to throw, and it's it's literally, in my opinion, a it's an epidemic from the youth level to like put the ball up by your ear. You push the ball back and up to get your elbow up. But I'm not gonna dive too far into it. I'll, I'll, I won't right. stop. But. It, that's not a rotational movement. It, your shoulder needs to roll first. So when you load the ball, it has to come back, like, past underneath your shoulder first. Right. Nice, relaxed, backwards. If you think of how a wave is created, the water comes off the beach, it comes back first, and then up and over. Like right? a and catapult. It's, it's, it's the exact yeah. same thing. It yeah. has to come down and back before it can come up and through. Yeah. Um, so Tom Brady, yes. Yeah. So his arm action, his, his load, his backwards motion is a little bit tighter than most. So when kids try to emulate that, it, they wind up bringing the ball up too high too early, I think. Guys that um, are, it's most easily visible with the philosophy I believe in mechanically are guys like Drew Brees, uh, Matt Ryan. Um, Pat Mahomes is really good. He gets a little long. Rogers. Uh, uh, Rogers is great. Yeah. Um, who else? Those are the guys I like the most. Baker Mayfield, fantastic. Um, Form. Guys like that form, like yeah. for, into, like if you broke their motion down piece right. by piece, so like here who's you the can worst that you couldn't believe that you can't believe that it works. Uh, There's got to be one. So I, I'm not going to call it bad <laughs> because it works. No, 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 um, that's what I said. But like, if 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 if, some, if a kid was going to try to watch somebody and emulate, again, it's very effective. Can and I'm not going to say bad first? Is that possible? Yeah, go ahead. I kind of want to say Lamar Jackson or something. No, like no, no, he's he's, he's, a, he's actually pretty good, yeah. man. He's he's done a much better job if you watch he's him. He's kind of long, so maybe yeah. Um, okay, if you, if you watch him in his lower body, Stafford's kind of weird, right? Stafford, he's um, he fo- he's pretty similar to what. Uh, okay. But if you watch Stafford, he does a great job with different arm angles, like so, sideways. So it right? might uh, look yeah. like he's throwing sidearm right. sometimes. You, those are things you need to be able okay. to do. It's we don't teach that at a young age as often because we're trying to develop the muscle memory. Right. But like 
the game of football, it's unpredictable. You're going to be throwing from odd platforms. You're going to be throwing from different angles to be able to do that. It's like I tell kids, like, go skip rocks. Go throw a tennis ball against the wall and just, like, throw things and make it go straight. Like, you got to figure out how to throw stuff. Right. Um, but <laughs> Stafford's, yeah, yeah it's, it's true. And and, and it, I think it's helped my business a little bit, get more people in. Nice. Kids don't just go out and throw stuff. Like, they've, there's anymore. kids that show up sometimes. They've never thrown something before. Well, their parents it's are like, always like, don't throw in the house. You know? Yeah, like, and, yeah. and there's video games and social media, all these things. The kids aren't just going, and enough, maybe they are, I don't know. But it, to me, the ones I'm coming across, don't throw things very often. And, you know, any kid with any bit of athleticism, if he throws stuff off, he's going to figure out how to get it to go. You right. know, and it's obvious when kids show up that, have done a bunch of throwing, whatever it is, um, and they get it the quickest. Right. Um, but anyway, I got a little off track there. Um, f- uh, to answer that question, someone who I would not recommend trying to emulate is uh, Philip Rivers. Okay. Um, but it's wow. it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. that is true. It, it, it comes. It looks. I've never it looks, seen it. I don't. It looks, I don't know what I'm looking looks, for. So it kind of looks like he pushes it a little bit. Yeah. It looks a little funky, but yeah. but yeah, like but the but the puts. scientific yeah. principles from the ground up. Basically, until he gets this to his release point, are good. Right. Um, and then his the release point. The easiest way to think about it is, you basically just want your joints in a straight line with the ball far away from your hip, high over your shoulder. So it's like your wrist, elbow, shoulder in a straight line as close as possible, so the energy can flow through and come out through the ball. His elbow is like down underneath his shoulder, and how he gets it to do it, I'm not quite sure. He's a guy with an extreme amount of talent. That at a young age he started doing it. And it was like, hey, dude, you you figure, like, you know, he's he's compensating somewhere, right. but he figured out how to do it and do it really, really well. So, like, does I, it look like he's gonna hurt himself? So when there's, so how I am able to identify if a kid's gonna put pressure anywhere on his arm more than anything is the relationship between the elbow and the shoulder. If that elbow is below, yeah, for sure, because that energy, simply put, the energy comes from the ground up. Right. So like any, like if you hit a baseball golf ball, shoot a basketball, hockey stick, lacrosse, all of it comes from the ground. It has to go through your legs. legs and then, yeah. So when the energy's coming up, if that elbow drops down, think of what the energy's doing. And that that's just what cre- it, it shoots up, and then all it's of a jamming. sudden you're trying to – it's jamming. That's yeah. it. It's like yeah. when you get to um, – what are the things in the watch? It's called the uh, – the gears. Mm. You imagine two gears going in two different directions, colliding. Right. It creates friction, and that cr- friction creates tension. The tension creates pain. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like to me like he might hurt himself, and that's uh, that's something I'd recommend to try. Mm. But with that being so said, so you heard it, Philip Rivers. Well, <laughs> well again, yeah. like uh, he he's incredible. I very love loud. Him. Yeah. So <laughs> things I love about him are his attitude, his competitive right. nature, his feet. How he uses his lower body, his drops, his rhythm, his timing—he does a lot of things really, really well. Nice. But in terms of arm action, I wouldn't quite recommend it. Um, but uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, overall, um, as a quarterback, oh, overall, yeah, yeah, he's good. Um, yeah. There's well, another direction. What I was, was it, well, there. What was your question? I'm just impressed that you probably have a whole slew of kids from the age of 10 to 18 doing hot yoga, <laughs> meditating probably yeah. every single day, and actually outside of their houses. Yeah, that's... Because most kids nowadays... I know I have, I have younger cousins, and I'm fairly certain that they're inside the house right. 24-7. Yeah, and that's what... I appreciate that, and I don't want... I'm not boasting, bragging or anything, but to... You know, I, I was successful to a certain degree, and... Um, kids look up to me and I believe if I tell them something's going to help them they'll do it and it's all about their progress I'm like look 
here's the deal. What is it that you want? If you want to do well, I'm giving you the tools. This is what I believe will work best for you. Right. So we're taking things that might not necessarily seem like they have to do with quarterbacking, yoga, meditation, okay. things like yeah. that. And I'm just, I'm doing my best to convince them that it's going to help them. Like you can lift all the weights in the world, but dude, if you're not flexible, if you, if you can't think clearly, you're not going to play well, right. you know, and, and they take it seriously. So, you know, there, there's a, a lot of them that do, um, which is cool. You don't see always because it's helped because it's yeah. great for them as individual human beings. Right. You know, people struggle with more now more than ever with the social media, the phones, right. constant stimulation of the mind. It's and then dude, I'm at and, fault. I, I, oh, everybody is. I can't fall asleep no, sometimes. I, I can't fall asleep sometimes until I watch like maybe one or two YouTube videos. It's right. terrible. Dude, let's talk, man. Get you breathing. Relax. There we go. Seriously, it's no. I was I was dating someone for a while, and I literally did a lot of meditation. And oh, like, nice. And it actually it was really funny because it started me to to push all of this into like into a lot of gears of motion. Because I love that. Not only am I working my regular you know eight to five, but yeah. I'm also you know doing this when I'm not working. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's it's a process, and you have to have the mindset for it, like you said. Like, having a clear mind and knowing what you want, mm -hmm. that makes everything so much easier. Because oh, yeah. as long as you, you're backing yourself, you're going to win. And most people don't know that, you know, anything you try to do in life, if you really give a fuck about it, it'll actually get done. It doesn't it. really matter well, how it. long it takes. doesn't matter if it's the rest of your life. If you try to set out something or to accomplish it, you can. And, I mean, it must it must be nice to see someone that goes through your program. And then I guess I'm assuming you have kids that are starting college. Oh yeah. QB one. Oh yeah. Like they're, they're doing great. Yeah. Like, or maybe you have kids that are now well known yeah. that play college right now. Like oh, yeah. I, I actually don't, you know, I wouldn't know. I'm, what was one of the people you had? Do we have a, I think his name is Jack Cohen. I know. Uh, good question. I don't know. And I'll touch on this really quick too. Um, I'm sure. So, I'm sure no. you. you no, I've never. Your paths have crossed, though. Never. <laughs> I've met him a couple times. Okay, really okay. good dude. Um, so one of the other guys who does what I do, um, his name is Rob Haas. He's he used to be the head coach at Sayville High School. Uh, stepped down a couple of years ago, but if you look at Sayville historically, has yes. always had great quarterbacks, yes. great offensive play. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm to this day, I'm not quite sure what extent he does with his training, but he's somebody else on Long Island that I know does a fantastic job. Right fundamentally training quarterbacks. So Jack Cohn is someone that, okay. that he works with. Uh, I had a question. Um, sure. so, so basically like, you know, you see it now um, and you, everything you're saying is like, makes so much sense because you see these quarterbacks and like some are like really good athletes, but mm -hmm. the other guys are not athletic at all. I've right. always been a huge giant fan. Mm -hmm. So Eli Manning, you know, not a great athlete, but probably does everything to the T right. of what you were just saying. Oh, Me yeah. Mental game. Dealing with the New York press, um, his form, you know, the way he goes to the ground is just the way that, like, you know, it doesn't get hurt. And, you know, he's had an illustrious career, right. never got hurt, you know, um, you know, maybe one time last year, but that was like the first time ever. And mm -hmm. that broke his, his uh, Iron Man streak, right. uh, which he was most upset about. Yeah. Every streak and record he has, he's just like more upset about that. Right. But um, what I'm touching about is, you know, basically like, you know, you see these uh, athletic guys now and new generation baseball players. And that baseball form has like a very similar form. Mm -hmm. Pat Mahomes, uh, Russell Wilson, I think. Yep. Um, Kyler Murray now. Yep. Um, do you see a lot of baseball players that you maybe, you know, at a young age come to you and say, I'm a, I'm a really good baseball player. I could throw it, you know, whatever miles per hour. Can yep. you teach me how to, you know? Yeah, there's definitely, there's, there's a number of those. Um, 
on Long Island, I get a lot more lacrosse guys. But okay. yeah, they're definitely uh, in the baseball world for sure. Uh, and it's what I find interesting with the mechanics. Think, watch a pitcher pitch. The, that arm, that action, how the arm comes right. down and back. And like for some reason, people think that with a football, you hold the ball by your ear and just try to like push it up and out. It's like, okay, you think the guys that are throwing something 100 miles an hour are doing something with their arms that we're going to do the complete opposite of? Like, how does uh, anyway? Um, yeah, it does help to be able to throw stuff. Right. You know what I mean? It's very, very similar actions. Um, and the kids that I've seen that make the quickest transition from a baseball player to a quarterback aren't necessarily pitchers because pitching is very long. Right. So if you think about how a pitcher stands up on the mound, that long stride they take and how they finish, their chest comes down. Right. They want the ball coming down. Right. So they so they're on the mound, right? They want to push up off the ground right. and get the ball to drive down so towards the ground. From, so yeah. that's literally the opposite of what we want. Okay. But if you think of the game of baseball, what is a hitter trying to do? They want the ball to stay up right. and go far and fast, straight for longer. Right. That's more similar to like quarterbacking. Fielders. Yeah. Well, no hitting or, the ball. Just anybody. Just anybody who hits well. Oh, okay. The kids that are really, really good hitters. Okay. Wow. Translate to playing. Interesting. That well, is throwing really the football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No question. Um, I use I use the uh, hitting analogy more often than not. Uh, as you think about what a hitter does, they're loading their weight in their back leg. Right. As they're stepping, they take a short, quick stride, get that front foot in the ground quick, and they coil up, loading power through their core, bringing that shoulder as they bring their as they load their hands back. Right. If you were to I never thought of it like that. It's, wow. it's fascinating. That's fucking really. cool. Wow. It's fascinating. So, that was an amazing explanation, and I wish everyone could have just seen what he just did because now <laughs> I completely understand what he's talking about. Yeah. There's there's a ton of pictures of me on Instagram, our guys, and you'll see the the main position I stop them in is what I call like our load phase. Is when their front foot strikes the ground and their palms are kind of flat and back at like a ninety degree angle, and their shoulders closed, and that's just it's the first phase in the throwing sequence where if you can get there. Now the hip has time to clear first. So right. the hip rotates through first, just like a hitter does. The hip right. comes first, and the hams come through behind it. It's the same exact thing. Right. So the quarterback, we want to get that foot in the ground, support the body. Have the back, ankle, knee, and hip rotate internally to the target. As the shoulder stays closed, it creates a ton of torque. It's just like, um, like a big coil, right? It creates a ton of torque. And when that arm is back and relaxed under the shoulder, now it can act like the whip. So right. that hip and handle come through first and then the arm comes ripping through behind it like a whip. Wow. Yeah, no, I've, I've always played baseball, so mm -hmm. like that makes a lot of sense, right? So there. if you can hit, if you can hit, you can throw a football. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I've, so I've never been able to throw a football. I can get so. a spiral. <laughs> I can spiral a football. So, the, uh, so, what, so if, if, if <laughs> I, I never hit. told you that, yeah. I can, if I filmed you throwing a ball, I can guarantee you it would look nothing like how you hit a baseball. Uh. But if I said, hey, throw this to me, do everything the same way you would hit a baseball, and then just get your arm over your shoulder as you come through. Just ah. get a high. Just think. Try to get a high release point. Yeah. Right at the end, you'd make a ton that's of progress awesome. right away. Ah, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone out there who you know hasn't tried football, quarterbacking, and you're a good hitter, you yes. know, maybe it, you, it direct, hit up, hit up James. Uh, yes. You know, Instagram is at QB Coach Brady. That right? is correct. Instagram and Twitter is the same at QB Coach Brady. Um, I most recently I stayed away from Twitter for a long time. Um, Why? Because what goes on on there more than anything. It's fucked up for um, sure. Um, That's just more like you like said, a lot, yeah, a lot of shade. Yeah. And and in the the quarterback training industry, there's a lot of incredible guys that that do what uh, what I'm working to do. And it, 
it's kind of sad because I think that if there's somebody with any knowledge, whether it's the best stuff or even good at all, if what they're doing, if they if they believe in it and they think it's helping somebody, and they're working hard on that and they're developing young men to do something productive, in this case quarterbacking, then I think that should be applauded and encouraged. And the amount of stuff that's on there where, you know, one guy has a different idea about something in mechanics and or footwork, whatever, and it's just constant, you know, bashing right. and criticizing. You don't know rather shit. Than, what are you it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like I'm better, you should do yeah. it this way. Yeah. And in my opinion, you know, there's been there's there's a, a a decent group of guys that I have nice relationships with really through social media on or across the country. Right. That the conversation is more of, hey, I saw this and this is something I've been working on. It's helped my guys a lot. You might want to try it out. Nice. I saw one of your guys doing this and it's something I noticed in my guys. Here's something I tried. Wow. Maybe maybe work on that with him. It might awesome. help him a little bit. You don't get so that a lot in any business, you know? A lot it, of competitors. It, yeah. it, well, and that's the thing is if you see it as competition right. and uh, kind of why I, I wanted to give Coach Haas a, a shout out is, you know, people would see it as directly competition. But in my opinion, yeah, I, I was gonna say something. I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, you know, he's plugging his literally his competitor. But I mean, it sounds like it's camaraderie. It sounds like we're trying to just make a better youth, which right. is never a negative thing. Right. Wh- what do you feel about all the stuff that they say about with the NFL and the concussion stuff? Uh, so that's a whole another thing. I no, mean, I just, I just, football, I, I know yeah. that it was definitely something that's. Yeah, no concussions. I mean, obviously, it's it's an issue. Um, Have you ever had one? Not diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I've I've got my bell rung once or twice for sure. Okay. Uh, Playing football. Oh yeah, I think um, anyone who's played football probably yeah. has had at so, least one moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, I played football. You, you could so tell. Like, yeah. You, yeah. You know when you're, you see little stars, whatever. And, yeah. um, and I think I think the fact that it is so uh, important and prevalent and a focus of the game now, it's only a lot of people say it's hurting the game, turning the game. And you look at the youth numbers. Yeah, they're, at the moment, they're lower than they've been. And, and in my opinion, in the last year or two, they're coming up, which is good. Uh, but it's going to make the game safer. Football's not going to go anywhere. It's it's too much of society. It's too good. The There's amount, a lot the of money amount, in it, man. Well, yeah, and then if you like come all the way down to what it does for business, young right. men, just being able to release that that testosterone and, and be a, a boy and play and be around people and help each other, like what it does for kids, it's not going anywhere. And I think it, the more that's highlighted, the no, better. There's, there's more positive um, than negative. Oh, no question. Definitely. There's more positive than negative. So right. concussions is an issue that, and how I see any issues or the same way as mistakes, is right. it's an opportunity. It's not a problem. It's an opportunity for us to figure out ways to make the game safer. Like you said to, earlier, it's find a solution. It, we're, this, is it, this is something at hand that is might not be the best at the moment, but it's being given to us for a reason, for us to learn from, to grow from, and to make the game better and safer. And I'm actually, and this is, you know, a bit of a plug, I guess, but I'm actually involved with a, uh, I just recently joined the team of a, a company called, um, excuse me, a company called Defend Your Head. And they've made a product called the ProTech. And it's basically just a soft shell that goes on the uh, top of the helmet. And it was pretty cool. It was um, interesting. 
So we're in Massapequa at the moment. Uh, our, the first organization that uh, joined on and, and bought for their program was the Massapequa Mustangs. Nice. Um, mm. The youth group. Wait, yeah. so it's, a, it's an actual thing that goes on the outside? Yep, so it's a soft shell. And the best way I can describe it is it looks exactly like the helmet. So no matter what... Uh, color, whatever. No matter what color, logos, they'll make it custom for your team. Mm. Uh, but how it works, uh, how they described it to me at first, was... In NASCAR, right, for the longest time, the only thing separating the cars from the stands was a brick wall. So yeah, so there's those like you know those those pad those not pads like the they don't with the things with the protective. logos. Those are right. those are literally yeah. nothing. Those are just, that's like sheetrock. Right, that's nothing. Um, when Dale Earnhardt passed away, apparently it's from head trauma, so they bring in uh, a neuroscientist to evaluate and analyze what caused his death so they bring him in they bring him to the track it happens on they show him the track and they say okay Dale Earnhardt died from head trauma can you help us identify why Mm. he gets there he sees that he sees what he sees is just a brick wall he goes yeah he drove 200 miles an hour into a brick wall with nothing (laughs) nothing absorbing any of the energy any of the force so basically what NASCAR has done is they've put a big soft wall in between the cars and the brick wall, hmm. and wait so for what, real. This is yes, this is real. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I didn't so know this what either. the soft wall does is it absorbs the force, it absorbs the energy, okay. and so basically, right now with football helmets, obviously it's not a brick wall that's on our heads, but to get a grasp and understanding of how helmet football helmets work, there's our head, right, our skull, the padding. And the pa- there's a little bit of padding in in the inside. And then that hard shell on the outside. Yes. So when two hard shells collide, that's like the car and right. the brick wall. Now again, the technology in those brick walls, the the helmets, is much better. It is much safer, and they're doing making tremendous progress with it. But so what this the Protect does that defend your head is made. It's a it's the soft wall. So it's a soft shell that goes on top of the helmet. It's very lightweight. It clicks right on. It's very it's it's incredible, really. I think it's a sin. It's not on every football helmet already, and it will be soon. Right. But um, when the two, so even if it was a hard shell colliding with the soft shell, right. that soft shell absorbs a majority of the shock. That instead of going hitting the hard shell and then your skull, now it's the soft shell, hard shell, and there's almost nothing reaching your head, mm-hmm. uh, and the numbers that they have are just absolutely incredible. That's Penn awesome. State did a study on it. I mean, I could go on and on about that. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that, but, you know, that wouldn't have been invented if concussions weren't an issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have technology and, and science are at a, you know, all-time high. It was an opportunity, too. Exactly. Yeah, and people did. that it meant something, too. And that's what's cool. Everyone in the company, former football players, football guys, guys that want to see, and smart people, right. care about people. And they're in it for all the right reasons. They want the want to help it succeed. That's it. Um, so I think it, you know people see it now as kids aren't playing as much. And okay, well, so here's the other alternative: you either sit inside and you, you're not making yourself do healthy nothing. and better. You can just say yeah, do nothing. exactly. Yeah, do nothing. Play other sports, and this is what I see happening too. And I uh, these are this is from conversations with parents, and it's kind of helped develop my uh, philosophy around it. Kids are now playing more soccer. Play more baseball, play more lacrosse, play more basketball. But th- those sports are aggressive as well. There are, well, these, it, 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 I don't know how the numbers aren't as highlighted. There's more and worse concussions in soccer. 
and youth soccer. I could definitely yeah. see that with there's the slide nothing, tackles and stuff like they're that. jumping up for the head balls. There's it, it happened. Well. My cousin definitely got one like so that. The little joke I say is like they should put some pads on. Yeah. Like you know, they, they should put a helmet on. on. It's like shin guards. <laughs> it makes it a little it. bit safer, yeah. you know. Um but what I, I think just because there's gonna be more kids in those other sports, what's gonna it, hopefully I think people are gonna realize you can get hurt doing anything. Oh, yeah. And now, what's going to hurt? What's, hurt what's the biggest the shower, upside? You know? <laughs> what does my kid want to do? What <laughs> provides the biggest upside for his development as a young person? Right. And I think there is nothing better than the game of football to nice. do that. That's awesome. So I think it's going to be just fine. Yeah. No, well, it's definitely it's definitely something that brings a lot of people together, community wise. Also, it gives um, children something of what you'd consider an escape outside of school. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also it's stimulating because yeah, they're getting smarter at something. Yep. And they're not just you know going outside and fucking around or doing whatever. Right. They're actually working learning. towards something. Yeah, they're yeah. working towards something that's great. And I mean, one of the things that I think is always awesome is that when you work really hard. You get you you get something for it. It's not right. you, when you pay the piper in the United States, you're definitely getting something out of it. And kids that work really hard and they go to school and and they do good in school and then they play football all their lives. They go to they go to play in the NFL and yeah. then they get paid the money they deserve. I mean, that's that's how it works. So in football, more interesting, more so than I think any other sport. Like in basketball, yes, there are other people on the court. In baseball, yes, there's other people on the field. With football. I don't care how good you are at your job, or I don't care how good you and nine other people are at their jobs. If there's not 11 people on the field doing their job yeah. to, at a high level consistently every single time, you're not going to win the game. And it's the one sport that your performance directly relies on the performance of a large number of other people. And it teaches discipline, accountability, responsibility, attention to detail, these little things that don't necessarily exist. Not that they don't exist, but they're not as, as visible in other sports. And if you, all these books and podcasts and all these things, all this input I'm taking in, what the world's most successful people have is in common is they're disciplined. They have the ability to work with others. They hold themselves accountable for their actions and they take responsibility for what's happening in their lives. Football in my opinion, teaches that better than anything. Right. You know, whether you're on a good team, bad team, indifferent. I think this is something I say to parents all the time when like, oh, we lost our first game and it sounds like the world's going to end. I'm like, you know what? I hope you lose more than you win growing up, to be honest. It's like I won numbers of championships. I was always biggest, fastest, strongest through high school championships, always did well. The second I hit a little adversity in college, like, I didn't know how to deal with it. I'd never experienced it before. And it, it took a lot to learn those lessons. And it's a lot harder when you're 19, 20 than when you're seven and nobody knows it even happened. So, you know, it's you and the other team and that's it. It's it, to learn how to, okay, this is what happened. This is what we did well. That's what we'll keep working on. This is what we didn't do well. This is what we'll fix. And hey, he's over there. He's, his confidence isn't, he's down on himself. You got to go pick him up. This guy over there wants to quit the team. This, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. all these different things that, in it's even particular to a quarterback, you'd need to be good at to be able to yeah. keep, help other people play to a higher level, to become the best version of themselves, to be able to ho- hold people accountable for their actions, to do all these things that leaders need to be able to do um, directly translates to any high-performing person in any field you can look at. Right. And basketball, sometimes you get, like, LeBron James, and he's, like, 
you know, if he's not going off, then they lose. Right. And, and maybe that's just like very different from football because, oh, yeah. you know, you get one really good basketball player on a team. He gets two guys that are really Changes good. Changes the whole trajectory of the and, team, yeah. And that's all you really need. But, right. you know, you come to football and now like you just you kind of touched on it, you know, teed, teed right there. And it was like, you know, if you're not doing your job, then other 10 guys, doesn't matter how good they are. Yep. You know, you can throw for like three touchdowns, but you're probably going to get sacked like five, six times. Yeah. Lose the ball, fumble. If the defense lose. can't stop anybody, if the and, line can't block, if yeah. it's, you know, it's all encompassing. And, yeah. you know, the quarterbacks is the most visible. He's the ball in his hand every play. But, you know, and I've seen tremendous athletes playing quarterback that are able to compensate. But that's not how championships are won. You know, it's it's not like, okay, the ball's in your hands. You can make 11 people miss and go dunk it. You know, it's like you need everyone doing their jobs. Um, and, again, basketball is tremendous as well. And I think any sport right. um, where kids are working towards a common goal, working with other people, it, obviously they all exist in everything. But football, I think, just to a oh, slightly slightly different level. Now, leadership, I know, you, yeah. you know you're just talk, touch, talk, talking mm -hmm. about it a lot. Yep. You know, leadership is very important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we didn't really talk about your path. Right. You know, uh, I know you were St. Anthony's uh, quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, then you played some D1 yep. uh, Yeah, I want the rap sheet. In college. Give me the rap sheet. From inception. And, <laughs> from the first time <laughs> we know. touched the football, and, ladies and gentlemen. And maybe some, like, leadership stuff that sure. happened to you that, you yeah. know, you didn't have a James Brady to talk to right. when that happened. And you didn't really know what to do. For sure. Know, so. um, I'll try to make it yeah. short and sweet. Um, so when I first started playing football, I'll touch on this really quick. I was short. I was chubby slow, not that athletic. I was a right guard. I was a right guard and a nose guard. That's oh, wow. how I started my career. And I slowly got further away from the line of scrimmage <laughs> just as I kind of grew and I knew what I wanted. Went from guard to fullback, middle linebacker, then middle linebacker, wide receiver, then halfback, and then eventually I got my opportunity to play quarterback. I think it was so good for my development as a football player because I learned how to play football. You know, I wasn't just dropping back and throwing. I knew how to hit. I knew how to break tackles, all that stuff. So I think that's good for all young athletes, anybody listening. If coach is asking you to play another position, go play the other position. Football is fun. You, you can have a lot of fun blocking, a lot of fun tackling, a lot of fun doing all those things. Do, the, the, do all that. Um, but from the second I started playing football, I knew I wanted to be a quarterback. And I was always heavy, had to play up. Um, and I was always just a bigger kid, so I had to be on the line. I had to be hitting people. Um, but eventually I got to play quarterback. That's all I wanted to do. Worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. Um, and when I was coming up, when I was, you know, 10, 11, 12, St. Anthony's was it. You know, I, a lot of people, a lot of kids these days don't even know about it, but um, seven straight league titles, eight years without losing yep. a league game. It was like mystical. Wow. It was it yeah. was like, it, you see it was a legend. You literally Day, St. Anthony's. All the time. Yeah. yeah. It and was always St. Anthony's when I was there. I was definitely That's the it. school that came and kicked the shit out of my school. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, went, to the, I went to the Waldorf School of Garden City. Okay, yeah, yeah. You've heard of it? Yeah. It's that tiny little school yeah, that I thinks heard. they're good yeah. at everything. Yeah. No, seriously. Um, they used to come and play soccer, and they'd just fuck us up. <laughs> they used to come and play basketball, and they'd fuck us up. Anything, baseball, they'd fuck us up. They were <clears throat> they were definitely... But you guys also like brought kids in from like Africa. So that's what... No, 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 no. I'm serious. There was like, no, no, no. For the basketball team, because I play... I know, I know it's going to sound embarrassing. It's going to sound weird, but I played varsity basketball for Waldorf. Nice. I mean, obviously, there wasn't a lot of kids playing, so I obviously got my shot, but it doesn't matter. The point is, is that when I went to go play St. Anthony's, those kids were basically drafted to play for the team. So that was what 
we always heard everywhere we went. You know, you well was you that a, is that a lie? You're on scholarship. That's a lie. Yeah, it but is? at least when I was there. Yeah, wow. there was one friend I had. I really appreciate that I knew the truth, received. I yeah, no, I, I don't know I what the deal is now. I think there's a little Saint more. Anthony's motherfuckers <laughs> best players in the world. You know, like uh, freaking so, me out. So I think it's a little different now because in football, I know that uh, the teams in the league that are currently at the top have recruited and they're doing and you know and they've kind of just changed the landscape of how enrollment works um so i think there's there might be a little bit i don't know i don't want to say recruiting but things happening to get people on campus you know so but when i was there no I, i'll tell you exactly why i wound up at st anthony's i was 10 years old i went to st anthony's the their first championship game that started that streak of seven and it was actually uh my grandmother's best friend's son his name is matt Hahn. he all Long Island, all state, all everything. He went to play uh, Penn State as a running back, uh, nice. then with the Raiders as a fullback. Wow. Um, this dude was like legendary. So I, we go to this game, and it's the first time I'm seeing St. Anthony's play. It's at Hofstra against Farrell and Monsignor Farrell from Staten Island. And Farrell was like a huge favorite. Yeah. They'd been winning for years, and Matt Hahn was normally playing running back, but they had him playing some defense. And I'm 10 years old. I'm in the stands, and... I see this dude fly up from safety position and hit this running back so hard. This dude's helmet goes flying in the air. The guy goes flying back like five yards. Just the energy it created, just all, the crowd erupted. I remember sitting there thinking, I'm like, I want to be like that guy, straight <laughs> up. I remember that. I've, I have posts about it. I've talked to Matt about it. Matt's a, a friend of mine. I've, I've talked to him about it, and that's for real. Like, I saw that happen, and I knew right then and there. I was like, that's, I want to be that guy on the field leading St. Anthony's to a championship. And that's how I wound up there. Nobody, I n- never met a coach. I never, nobody recruited me. That's wow. how I got there. Awesome. Um, and as far as I, and I had, you know, obviously I have friends with a bunch of athletes while I was there. I had one friend who played basketball um, who I was aware that was on a little bit of financial aid. Family couldn't fo- afford the full tuition, um, but he'd been there as a freshman and sophomore, and, and the school eventually helped him. Other than that, as far as I know, nobody was getting anything and nobody was recruited. Um, right, so I, I also yeah. I can be wrong. Not, I'll, I'll accept the mistakes um, yeah, that so I make. I, I get a I get a little no, uh, but I'm definitely I'm sure you've about that. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard. Oh, about of course, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the first oh, person. No, to say I get it. I used to get it all the time. I just we want have, that on record that yeah, I'm not no, the first person to ever say that. <laughs> we'd go to parties and parents of right kids from the public schools and and other Catholic schools and like that was always a, well it's unfair because you're recruited on you know, right. scholarship and whatever. Um, but whatever that's besides the point. Uh, so St. Anthony's did well. Uh, won a couple championships. Um, a couple. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I was Not there, I was. We won four while <laughs> four, I was there. My, my wait. So your four years in in high school, you won each year. Yeah. So San Antonio. So you said, never lost, correct? Well, so no, um, we did, we never lost in the championship. My freshman year, I played freshman football. Okay. My sophomore year was the backup on varsity. Um, but my junior year, we went undefeated, and then my senior year, uh, we actually it was I think the third game of our senior year, we lost the first league game in eight years. Wow. And like, I think it was the best thing for us, but, uh, Oh, that was yeah. definitely a good thing. Oh yeah. Like, oh, we got a little too big for our britches, right man. Now. Yeah. We were like in, we were like in sports illustrated. Like we wow. were, yeah. it was, it was getting like too big, you yeah. know, and we thought who we were and it was a little reality check. We wanted to play in that same team in the championship to beat them. Um, we are, like, that's thought we were. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> then, um, so after that, then played in college, went to Georgetown. Um, this is kind of where some of the life lessons come into play. And, uh, my freshman year, I tore my labor in my throwing shoulder, um, 
and it was the first time I, you know, I'd been injured in the past, but it really just, and I couldn't play. It was the first time an injury affected my playing time, and I, I handled it a little bit better the first time, but the entire experience there, uh, it wasn't what I was hoping for. It wasn't the environment I was hoping to be in, and they've done a tremendous job building the program, but it was in the very beginning stages at the time, and we, you know, I, it just it wasn't, it wasn't what I, I wasn't happy more than anything. Uh, so after, so I. Georgetown's a nice school. A though, beautiful man. school, yeah. I've great got, education. I, I, I've and, gone there like to visit, not like I actually went there. Yeah. But I went to visit a couple friends that went there, and dude, that's gorgeous. It's fucking sick. Yeah, right in the middle of DC. It's and sweet. It, it's. I mean, I I know Allen Iverson played yeah, he there. He did, indeed. and he yeah. like he played both sports. He played yeah. basketball and football. Yeah, he was incredible. And um, like, it's a tremendous school. I know like, they idolized the shit out of oh, him yeah. there. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, that was uh, that, that was, was before your school. time, right? I, yeah, Allen yeah, Iverson. yeah. He, I was there 2008, 2009. So he's he was in oh, the okay, league yeah. by then. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was um, yeah. So long story short, I wound up transferring uh, to the University of New Hampshire, which I think, from a coaching standpoint, was the best thing that ever happened to nice. me. The coaching staff there are absolutely incredible, and I, uh, I want to mention this: uh, Coach Sean McDonald, head coach, has been head coach at UNH I think 24 years. Uh, just had to take a leave of absence, cancer, so. He'll be good. Best to, he's he's uh, got yeah, he's got a so. great support system around him, um, so he'll be, he'll be good. So yeah. shout out to Coach Mac. But yeah. uh, just the way the program is run, it's you know it's it's blue collar. It's uh, show up. We say all the time, uh, grab your uh, hard hats and your lunch buckets. Like we're going to work. Like it, it's hard work. It's detail. It's you know if you watch New Hampshire play against a James Madison or a Delaware or schools like that that we were lining up against. Joe Flacco. Like, yeah, exactly. Was yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. Did you play against Flacco? No, he was oh. before me. Oh, he was. Um, okay. I think he graduated the year before I got to New Hampshire. Okay. Um, you'd be like, these guys stand no chance. You know, like, they, everybody looked like me. We're just like average, you know, a little undersized, a little too slow, not the biggest guys in the world, not the fastest. But in my opinion, we were just the best team. We, we bought into how to work together how to push yourself, how to push other people, and how to pay attention to detail and know your job, number one, inside and out, and then execute it to the best of your ability every single play. And when you have 11 guys doing that versus a bunch of studs who are a couple trying to do their own thing every once in a while because they're trying to make highlights and they're trying to, you know, they think they, they're better than the system or they don't have to listen or whatever, which is what you would find sometimes, It we would kill these teams sometimes and it's like how the heck because it was just it, it just taught me about team taught me about chemistry taught me about culture like when i walked into the locker room there for the first time i kid you not you could not tell the difference between a fifth year senior captain two-time all-american and a walk-on true freshman kicker just because of how people treated each other everyone was that's awesome yeah a, a wildcat that's we nice that's nice yeah. to hear yeah. though yeah, like oh team. yeah because you don't and usually hear that exactly and i'd been a part of other places and programs and things that that was not the case and in my opinion may have had a little more talent and didn't do very well more, more politics rather yeah, than teamwork it, exactly yeah. and it's too much me not enough we stuff and it right. sounds cliche but how important that is oh, it happens all is, the time though. yeah it happens now in the nfl yeah yeah no question um it reminds me, actually, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but no, uh, you're good. remember the Titans when he's in the locker room the yep. last game and the coach is like, all right, you know, this is it, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, you know, this, we won a lot of games. Um, you know, if we lose, it's fine, whatever. And then the linebacker steps up and he's like, 
And he's like, no, coach, I'll do respect, you know. Uh, demand of perfection. Yeah, you demand of perfection. And he's like, you know, no, none of us are perfect, you know. And me, I'm not perfect. No one is. But this team is yes. perfect. Ooh, and, like that, and that just, like, reminded <laughs> me of, like, what you just said, you know. Yeah. And he's that was, like, That was the most incredible like, breakdown from the movie. <laughs> yeah. I got chills, too. And I was just like, <laughs> that, that, that reminded me, though, when you yeah. said, like, you know, this team, you know, have to work together. But, like, I feel like that's very overlooked. Oh no um, question, you know. Yeah, and that and but uh, to that point, uh, you described that beautifully. What that teaches young men, you know what I mean? Just like you see that entire movie, you know, just people from different backgrounds, oh, yeah. people from I different upbringings. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible! It's yeah. if, if, if somehow if someone hasn't seen it, you have to. I think. Oh, I have to. Um, yeah, so that taught me a tremendous amount being there uh, about how important the character traits are and what it actually takes to, to be successful in the game and in life. Um, and why I really wound up there, a big reason is I wanted to pursue uh, my degree in education. Uh, my, my, this is a good little insight into growing the business and how and I so actually what, you have a degree in what? It, uh, physical education. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I started it technically when I was a senior in high school. And when I was at Georgetown, I would take a bus home on weekends during the summer, vacations, and start my training. And most times it's one kid. A lot of times nobody showed up. But I was putting the effort in, and I wanted to make it happen. Um, so my thought process was, okay, like, look, getting a finance degree isn't going to aid in becoming a, a quarterback trainer full-time. Right. You know? and, and then when I told people I was leaving Georgetown, the amount of criticism and ridicule I got of course. Was, was out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that sometimes means you're doing the right thing? Exactly, yeah. I, I, hate, only- I hate to say it. You're always going to be like, oh my God, you're going to stop doing that? What? You know, just start <laughs> freaking the fuck out. And I mean, listen, a lot of people when, because I had the show before yeah. and I was working with somebody and then they ditched me. And they were, other people were like, nah, I don't do it. And I took a couple of years off. Then I had the opportunity to come back, and I started doing it. And then it didn't work out exactly how I wanted. Then I decided, and then I got lucky that Sean was interested, and I was able to give it that other shot. And it's, trust me, man, the ex- I mean, obviously. It's a, te- it's a testament to you knowing that you wanted it to be a thing. I, I, I like this. I like hearing people's stories. I like when it's positive. I, I, I Every single person that I bring on here, through some one way or another, they're an entrepreneur of some kind. Right. They're trying to make it in this world. They're not, you know, they're they're the the, the fish swimming against the current. And right. that's the kind of shit that I, that makes me, like, that's why I love doing this. And for me, it's it's all about New York. And yeah, that's I, I can't thing. thank you enough because it gives yeah. those kinds of people a voice. Dude, like always, you, I want you back. I've just decided <laughs> I want to do a whole entire thing. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it off air, but yeah. I definitely want you back. I oh, appreciate it. You're 100% super interesting. I'm, I have a lot of questions, but I know that, you know. What, one just yeah. last yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, question yeah. Um, I know we didn't touch on, but um, just for the guys out there, yeah. um, for film study and film yes. habits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what you know? What are some tips maybe you can give them um, when they watch the highlights? No freebies. No yeah. freebies. Sean. No, no, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> so, and really quick, just like kind of like with the competition right. and like freebie stuff is like, I believe in me and I believe in what we do. Oh, and your system and works, I, dude. I, I, I'm. I want to say I'm an open book, straight up. Like if if I can help somebody, that's what it's all about. I want to be able to help. Right. Um, so this is a nice opportunity to do that. First off, you take it seriously with film study. Is it's important because. Yeah, you can go out and run around, complete passes, and make plays, really having no idea what you're looking at on the other side of the ball. But if you want to develop as a quarterback and play at a higher level and play very well, 
it helps tremendously to know what's happening on the other side of the ball, how they're trying to stop what you're doing. And to be honest, at the high school level, everyone's almost doing not the same as that. There's, there's, what makes it difficult is it's a lot of simple information, what happens on the other side of the ball. Basically, how they align, they're telling you what's about to happen. They're telling you what part of the field you're responsible for. If you do this, how they'll react. So you have to learn the information first, and that's obviously where I come in. Um, but then take it seriously to spend time on it. And the biggest tip I can give for film study is organizing it some way, shape, or form. I remember watching film when I was in high school. I Actually, on a VHS tape, the first one I ever watched, which is crazy, but... And I just watched it like it, uh, it just well, I didn't know what I was looking at. I literally just watched the film. And I think some kids, the way they go about watching film is they're in lunch or their free period. They open up Huddle on their phones and they scroll through some plays. And this is from kids telling me how they watch film. Right. Is Huddle an app? Huddle's, Huddle, Huddle's the Huddle, app that base yeah. it's, a, it's almost a universal app for football that all teams use to okay. like put their game film thing. on. Yep, yeah. It's for prospects to create yeah. highlight tapes, like, and, and teams use it to upload their game film and uh, do, co- you know, they can put coaching points in there and break down the game film. Okay. Um, Don't so they what, also have to, like, give it to the, to, like, the, the opponents and yep. stuff like that? Yep. Okay. So it makes it very easy to share film. It used to have to be, like, okay. mail a DVD to, right. or VHS. But uh, you know, yeah, you could just click a button and it sends it and emails it to them. Nice. Um, so the way most kids do it, they'll just they'll just scroll through it and now they watch some film. The, organize it. And the way I, I recommend organizing it is the first day you're opening it, I'd recommend either the day after your last game or the day after that, not too far after. First, critique your own film from the game before. Find where you can do better and make an intention to fix it during the week. Then you pu- pull up the opening or the first time you're going to watch the next game. That's a time, okay, just get comfortable with them. Go th- we call it the line of scrimmage procedure. How you identify what a coverage is on defense is it's all process of elimination. You figure out how many high safeties there are, the depth, eyes, and leverage of the corners, depth, eyes, and leverage of the outside linebackers, and then how many people are in the box. You check that for numbers and pressure. Jesus Christ. And based on, and so it sounds like a lot, right? <laughs> I'm already lost, lost a little bit. <laughs> so let me ask you this, right? Okay, so very simply put. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, when, I've, when I've played like street, Football, yeah. like they put well, me a quarterback because I have well, accuracy. <laughs> well, when you're playing on the street, there. I don't think they're playing cover three. You know, yeah, like, no, I, <laughs> I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. Listen, I'm just, I'm just saying, like he's got no lineman rushing. But out you, of hey, either, so you could spin it, then yeah. more power to you. But uh, this really simple example yeah. is kind of how I talk to the kids about it, right? Mm-hmm. So th- you've heard cover one, cover two, cover three, cover right. four, right? I've heard of them, yes. Yeah. So those things, that number up to number four, basically, is telling you how many defenders have a deep responsibility. So four people right. have deep responsibility. In, in which coverage? Okay, fine. Which one? In which coverage have four deep? Cover four. Perfect. Just there you right? go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So cover <laughs> three, how many? Shit, he's fucking testing no, me on my own good. show. I love this. I can't help it. <laughs> so cover three, how many are there? Three. All right. Perfect. Done. So this is how the process okay. works, right? So first thing you want to identify how many high safeties there are. This is either going to be zero, which is rare, one, or two. Okay. So now say there's one, okay? That's mm-hmm. where we're going to go with. There's one high safety. The next thing you check is the depth, eyes, and leverage of the cornerback. The depth, meaning how close is he to the line of scrimmage. And usually the cutoff is five yards. So we say like five yards and under, he's tight to the line. Right. Six or more, he's off. Okay. Okay. So if there's one high safety and both cornerbacks are at eight yards from the line of scrimmage, how many guys have deep? Three. 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 What coverage is it? 
Cover three. Beautiful. Oh, shit. Look at you. I, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm liking this a little bit more. Okay. All right. All right. So now there's a lot of other things now that with the linebackers and there's right. parts of the field, so I'm not going to dive too far into it. But you want to go through that procedure on the plays and just get an understanding, okay, I'm seeing a, lot of the, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and get an idea that first day. And then you start to organize it. Now the next day, organize the film by coverage is what I'd recommend or by your offensive formation, right? So you want to see every time they play cover three, what it looks like. Is there someone who has a tendency? Is there somebody giving something away? If, you know, if, do their outside linebackers buzz out to the flats? Are they going to carry through the hook? Tendencies, whatever? Right? You're just looking yeah. for tendencies, yeah. right? And then the next day is when you kind of start doing your game planning. When, okay, now I'm, I tell the kids, just draw it up. Your plays versus each coverage. When it's this play against their cover three, Who's your read key? Who? What do you want to, now? What do you now? You know when they play cover three, their outside linebackers carries through the, through the, uh, through the hook or the. I'm sorry, if the outside linebacker carries through the seam or the curl. Right. You know that the flat's open. Okay. Okay. So now, so you're just putting each play you have versus each coverage. So they depending have. on the coverage, you exactly. watch a certain player. So exactly. Depending on cover He's two, gonna tell you where to throw it. He'll watch a safety or exactly. whatever it is, right? Exactly. Cover three, so each, watch and you know. I can dive deeper into that right. another time. Mm. Each each mm-hmm. play on offense, if it's a good offense, stretches the field a different way. Right. Um, so based on how you stretch the field, we'll tell you who to read and how to read them. Um, so once you know, okay, this is the play I'm running. This is who I'm reading. This is he's number nine. This is what he tends to do. And you see that seven times in a row. You're like, okay, now I can expect that. I can anticipate that. And then the next day after that. Um, review it all. Just get comfortable with it. Go through your notes. Go. Just keep seeing it. And then. Game day, relax, watch your highlights, see yourself being successful the last time or the season before when you were 12. It doesn't matter. You just want to see yourself doing it while playing prop or playing successfully. Right. Relax and play. Trust in your preparation. Um, Peyton Manning uh, has a, and came out said an incredible quote. I'm not sure when he said it, but I've come across it a bunch recently. Where he says, pressure is something only something you feel when you don't know what the hell you're doing. So... We talked sure. about building confidence. Yeah. How can you build your confidence? You prepare properly. So if you have a system in place that you're comfortable with, and we're talking about 20 minutes to a half hour a day, it's not a ton, right? If you can, if you know what you're looking for each day, you spend your half hour, now you can go into the game prepared, confident, and you can relax and play the game. I say all the time to our kids is don't forget this is a game. You get to play with your friends to have fun. You know, we just take it pretty freaking serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you had to give um, a couple of, like, closing things that, sure. you'd, that you'd want, like, like f- for me, I always look at it this way. This is this is a platform for you to possibly get more people out there. Uh, right. Do you have, like, a location or? So um, where we use most often is uh, St. Anthony's High School. Um, and in season, there's a number of indoor locations that we rent the the space. Nice. Um, okay, yeah. So there's a couple, and that's and all on the website. Uh, yeah. And how how do they um so that for signing up, for knowing where where to find you? Yeah. It's all on the website. And on the website. Yep. One more time. What yeah. the website it's is? EliteQB.net. Um, okay. To access me directly, yeah. any questions on what's actually happening on the field, what we actually do in training, it's easiest through social media, okay. Instagram in particular. At QB uh, Coach Brady. Yeah. At QB Coach Brady. Yeah, we're going to tag you in it. Oh, if that's awesome. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's the same on Instagram and Twitter. But for information on how to sign up, how to schedule things, um, anything with that, you'll be dealing with my father, Charlie. Um, so all the information's on the website. It's also on the Instagram as well. Nice. So when you 
hit those emails and number the phone numbers. That's who you'll be speaking to. Awesome. Okay. And maybe something cool. you know, some something you could just tell these young guys yeah. that you know they they deal with adversity. Yeah. You know, they just had a game on Saturday. Yep. And you know they don't know what to think of it. Their coach is like ripping them. You know, three part three pieces apart. Mm -hmm. You know, what can you tell these guys? You know, as they as they get through the season, something just to focus on. You know, just to kind of like so they can kind of think about it throughout the season. For sure. It uh, to summarize all of it. Um, I actually posted something about this today. I'd say everything is a lesson, whether it's good, bad, and different. No matter what you're going through, is it's something that's being given to you to learn and grow from especially when you're struggling, you're hitting adversity, you lost the week before, you threw some interceptions, you might have got benched, you might have got hurt. And let me touch on that really fast too. So what most people see is all of our guys that play fantastic. Almost just as many as those there are, those are of their, I'm sorry, there are of those guys that are playing great. There's almost as many that are struggling, that are dealing with stuff that, you know, I'm not going to put out there and embarrass them with. But there's just as many of those conversations and texts and emails and, and phone calls and FaceTimes and all that. People, there's just as much struggling as there is of the success and the victories. Um, but there's a lesson to be learned in everything that you're going through. And the sooner you can just trust that it's there to help you. You know, when you're just saying, why is this happening to me? Poor me, complaining. I wish this wasn't happening. Yeah, I don't like want to America. do this. Uh, yeah. 100%. And this, is, this could be directly yeah. applied to anything. everything. Yeah, everything. When you take complete ownership, just take ownership and responsibility for the fact that, look, that's what you did. This is what happened. Now here's what you can learn from it. Right. Dive that's into great. it. Identify the problem. Figure out the solution and move forward positively. Yep, just like you said earlier. That's yep. it. Trust yep. there's a lesson. Trust it's there to help you. Um, have fun and play the game. Awesome. I love it's it, great. man. Yeah. Hey, everything you've been doing, man, it's awesome. It's all it all shows for itself. So. I appreciate it. And to you guys as well, I want like it's you know, it might not seem like we're doing similar things, but how you're creating this, Dude, how you're giving it, people a voice, like it means the it, world man. to me no, to be able to share you. this stuff and with so without my platform kids can't learn how to throw. Without yours, people that are helping people can't get that message out so i appreciate you yeah time. dude no listen thank you so much for being here and um listen i'm gonna do everything i can to get you back in here maybe I, I don't know if i'm gonna get you this season because we're gonna wrap this season up soon i haven't said anything about it but i think we're gonna come to an end of season too i mean uh, one of the things that i'm really big on is that each season's gonna have a huge pivotal moment or a huge thing oh. that's a topic. So some of the things that you're proficient in, I definitely want to get you back in here. Maybe some like uh, breaking down of the game. Like sure. I, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, we have to talk about it, and yeah. obviously, I have to see what you're comfortable doing. But uh, listen, man, all, all of this was incredible. Really, I, I definitely gonna help, I would, a, lot of, gonna help a lot of people out there. Yeah, I hope no, so. and I, I would definitely take you, you for a longer time, but I don't want to keep her waiting any longer. <laughs> <laughs> I can already feel shout her getting a little. Shout support, out, showing some support. Shout Thank out, you for shout being out. here. Yeah. <laughs> what? This is what we talked about on our first few dates. She's heard all this plenty. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Listen, do, do, do you want to hop what, on for a second? Do you have a couple minutes? <laughs> yeah. Do you mind just letting her yeah. hop on for a second? Yeah. Let's, let's get her in here. Come on in, Nikki. Yeah. All right, just hold on. Just hold on one second. All right, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get you. You're going to go in that way. Here we no, go. We now now we're getting started. Well, no, yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get her in for a minute. Let's Because uh, you told me. I mean, it's a little warm down here. I, no, I know. It's, it's me. Don't worry. It's just me. 
Here, do you need another water? Yeah. Oh, thank you. No, yeah. the cat is adorable. Scratching me. Yeah, no, so so I'm sit I'm I'm sitting and I'm listening to you, right? And I turn around and she's she has this the fucking cat is literally like <laughs> staring at me and she's petting him and he's like, I love this. She's so nice to me. Uh, I was sitting there and she kept putting her paw on me and then rubbing her other one on my face and I was like, What's happening? No, no he's you. he's very he's so it's, cute. It, he, he is one hundred percent an attention cat. whore. Well, he that's is, fine. He's an this. attention whore. The cat. <laughs> it's really bad. If you if you if you pet him, he loves you and he just won't leave you alone so So, nikki why don't you tell us a little about yourself i mean you literally had to sit through an hour of not getting to talk do you have anything that you want to yeah you definitely have to come closer i I was just listening to Uh, (laughs) am i too loud no not at all okay um i uh, own a hair salon okay where best friend in huntington okay what's it called name Um, drop please duo studios duo studios okay um this is what our first dates consisted of, so I'm literally used to hearing him. I'm a very okay. big football fan. So did he give me good? Did he give me good information? Did he, he pass? Did. He did. Okay. He did very good. See, she's she's saying good things about you immediately. <laughs> so this is good. He's this very is... good at what he does. So, I mean, he says it, he does it for himself. He doesn't really have to sell himself. Yeah. It's just who he is. He's genuine, and that's who he is. Yeah. No, I, I really I'm I'm getting the vibe that this guy knows exactly what he's doing, and I really I like that because <clears throat> it it it's proving that the system works. If you if you shoot for the stars and you invest in yourself you're getting there and well, i mean said there's a formula and when i'm when we're laying in bed all he does is play the same like all he watches all these kids and he does the exact same thing he, he stops cares. them on every motion and every kid that he teaches is doing the same exact thing so it obviously has to work yeah nice Don't thank you that. yeah <laughs> No, I'll try to do that last one where together. Probably before she wants to go to sleep. No, no. I do my hair stuff. I work yeah. right for my phone. I am my receptionist. I am everything. Oh, so nice. I work. And you own the, the shop yourself. It's a studio. It's not an entire salon. I really don't really want anyone working for me as of right now. Okay. It's so it's just, just my you. best friend and I. Oh, just you. Um, I really don't want to have to worry about writing a paycheck for someone else right now. Where did you, you start? Know? Where did you start? Um, I've been doing hair for. 16 years, I think. Nice. I Whoa, when I was 16? 12, right? I started when I was 12 years old. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. Who, who let you cut their hair at 12? Actually, funny story. So I was Love funny working as an assistant. I w- went to a salon and I was like, can I sweep your floors? Need really? Need a little extra money. My mom had cancer. I was Two like, entrepreneurs here. Yeah. I love this. So it works. Like, we really do help. catch a lot of entrepreneurs on this show. I'm loving <laughs> you it. You said it. Yeah. Um, so I just started and then there was this girl, Nikki, I worked with and she ended up calling out sick one day and I was 13 sweeping floors, washing hair and they were like, Nikki, you're the new Nikki. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And to be honest with you, I still have some of those clients today. Like I just That's fucking cool. I just acted like I knew what I was doing. Yeah. You talk to them and confidence walk it's the walk. Exactly. You have there to have confidence and uh. I had it. I do it and I love it, it. I couldn't imagine doing anything else in the world. That's great. Yeah. Do you, do you eventually see yourself going into a bigger Yes, I do. Yeah. In, within the next 5 years, hopefully. Okay. And then and you you plan on bringing your partner along with you or is that something you're going to jump on your she's own? She's a few years younger than I am. Okay. Um she's my best friend so she's stuck with me for life, but <laughs> she is a few years younger than I am right. and I don't know if her plan necessarily matches mine. Yeah. Will we end up back together eventually? I would really hope so. Our yeah, energy together is an amazing. Yeah. But if that's not where her plan takes her, Okay. Mine will definitely take me there soon. No, I mean, it seems like you guys both have a vision and you guys execute what you want. And that's something that, you know, it's hard to find with people, at least my in my age realm. I mean, I don't know how old you guys are. I'm, I'm 28. So, like, I'm yeah. 28. So, so in this, in this, like, version of myself, I, 
I find myself always seeing kids that either they're all set up and they have everything because mom and dad gave it to them. You have the kids that have nothing and they're just trying to make it just day to day. Then you have the kids that actually, you know, not only are they working full time jobs or hustling their own business, but like they're out there, you know, promoting themselves. They're out there doing what they need to do. And that kind of hustle, that kind of thing is what I respect the most because it's not about it's not about what you do. It's how you do it. And then on top of that, it's the message that you perceive with what you're doing. And for me, all I'm getting from you guys is great shit. And I'm loving that. And I mean, I really definitely want you guys back and maybe, you know, Mm-hmm. What what was the name of the uh, salon again? We oh, don't the have studio. an Instagram Sorry. duo studio. studios. I have my own hair page. She has her own. We're gonna work together on making. What's the ads so people can at Nikki du- Nikki Duo Studios. N I C K. There's an underscore in there. Yeah, there somewhere. is. Okay. I don't sure. even know him. I'm yeah, not no. really Nikki big. If you, don't, if you don't mind, we definitely want to tag yeah. you on this I'm stuff. I'm not huge into social media. Okay, that's fine. Um, only okay. for the sheer fact you can. I love posting. I love showing my work off, but. Um, right. I grew up not on really on social media, and you know all okay. the kids are now, which is great, and that's where a lot of people found me. But yeah. I mainly get a lot of like referrals from people from that's clients, what you want, and yes, and especially I don't really, at your like that you're what you're what you're comfortable in that that makes sense. I love when people reach out to me on social media. Yeah. Probably thirty percent of my clientele today has come from social Holy media, shit. Nice. from other people posting, from me posting. Most people reaching out on Instagram or Facebook, and I love that. But I love that people want to come to me because their friend loves who I am. Yeah. Like I love that you love my pictures and you love that I love my, you love my work, but. If you know my personality, your friend knows my personality, and then, oh, you have to go to this girl. She's so fun. She's so easy to talk to. You can't find that like on therapist. social media. Do you, I am. Do you feel that way? Uh, entirely, yeah. He just gave me the look. All right. <laughs> what I noticed okay. right away was that, so you kind of similar. It's like, okay, you teach someone how to throw football. So, okay, you're cutting people's hair. It goes so, what she does, it goes so far above and beyond just doing these people's hair. Like kind of like their therapist, like they're, they're like their, their life coach, straight up, and like that's that's one of the things that I was most attracted to. First off, it's like you might not <laughs> necessarily view um, hairstylists or cutting hair. What's the proper? How do I? I'm a, I'm a hairstylist. A hairstylist yeah. as a platform oh, to most people say you're affect with hair po- all day? A, a, affect positive change, no. yeah. but it's the stories and the advice she gives them and all these things that are going on in duo studios it goes way above and beyond just getting their hair done it's helping people every day and it's just tremendous really confidence. and it, it, yeah. oh giving them confidence helping yeah. them feel better about themselves and and kind of like how what you guys are doing with your oh, excuse me Ooh. what you're doing with bold lights what we're doing here at the podcast what I'm yeah. doing what you're doing for anybody listening it's if you find something that you're generally passionate about that you enjoy doing that is going to help other people and shoot if you can make a little money doing it like that's there's there's nothing more satisfying and and helpful to the world literally than that and well, it starts it's, with, it's a starts with five people. You that's know, it starts that's with it. five We're people here. doing the right We're thing. Here. And that's why I just want to give my hat off yeah. to Nikki and you guys yeah. for, for that, finding a way to do what you love and help people. Awesome. That's really what it's all it about. It really does make a difference when you really love what you do. It, it's not work. I forget I get paid. Honestly, <laughs> I really do. Yeah. I mean, you know how many times he's had to deal with me on the phone with clients or on the phone with, like, you forget, you feel like, I don't have clients. I have family. Mm-hmm. I have friends. Yeah, friends, yeah. And 
they really have become. I've gone on vacations. These people have taken me on vacations with them. Nice. I've gone to huh. their christen their child's first christening, oh first birthday parties. I've been there when the wives have cheated, the husbands have cheated, their child has <laughs> passed away, they have cancer, they have the, like it's a lot to deal with. But yeah. I'm privileged that these people want me to be part of their life. Yeah, and of share all these things you're, with you're me. You're kind of like a psychologist I, at the same time. As yep. a, yeah, I I do. I not only make your outside look good, your insides have to feel nice. better by like wow. talking to me about everything. That's, awesome. that's good. That's good. A little yeah. tagline there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but make your insides. But it's, yeah, there you it's go. like oh, you're making it's, me up it's to make your heart feel nice. Yeah. No, but it's definitely like a huge business because women they get their nails done, they get their hair done, I've they always, get their feet done. They get I've always been like a firm believer, um, just in general. Like if you love what you do. You'll never work a day, a day in your life. life. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always lived Who said that? that so. Who said that? There was definitely someone. I have no idea. Somebody did. I actually just posted it recently. Yeah. I did, did somebody say that? It's somebody did, Winston yeah. Churchill. It's out there, yeah. Right? Yeah, Maybe? A known statement. Yeah, I don't know. I just always live by it. So. Yeah. No, it's, uh, dude, I, it's true. I it's like evident, it. I mean, too. You can see it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But uh, listen, I'm not going to hold up you guys up anymore. I definitely this took enough of your fantastic. time. I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys out. had a good oh, time. Thanks. 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 And it, it's like, it's funny because, you know, season one was literally on that ping pong table. Season <laughs> two, there's officially a table with dope microphones. And like season three, it's going to have video. And it's just, listen, setting goals, just like you say all the time, setting goals and then just getting there step by step. Take the steps, positive, yeah. act, small, consistent, positive action yeah and then maybe 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 we can get uh maybe like a little training session one day where he can film us and you throw me oh come on out man teach me how to throw a little bit i mean i don't know do you guys throw out like targets or do you have like little targets or anything like that it helps if it's to another person but yeah we could throw we have nets we have all right not cool i I wouldn't want to put james through that going you know training oh no please any anyone (laughs) (laughs) i mean dude i don't run very fast but i run from the police (laughs) (laughs) anyone and everyone who wants to learn how to throw a football i believe Believe the game of football and the platform quarterbacks have in their communities is so important and so impactful. And anybody and everybody who thinks they might have a desire to Definitely. learn about it in True. any way, shape, or form, it's good. I am 100% down to teach you how to spend that day. Awesome. Listen, honestly, James, thank you so much for being here. Nikki, thank you for popping on for a minute. Yeah. Hopefully we can get thanks you guys back yeah, very thanks soon. And uh, yeah, no, um, can I just get all the ats one more time just, just yeah. to hear them? Yours is uh, for, um, it's at QB. QB Coach Brady on Instagram and on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And then your the website. And the website is EliteQB.net. Okay. And then your ad of people on social media, you know, you wanted... I think it's at Nikki underscore Duo Studios. Like or just, you want to just look it I'll up? Look so it up. People sure could just, yeah. and then no, I, we definitely, I, I definitely want to lock that in well. so that we have that for them. We'll tag you guys. Tag both you guys. Yeah, we'll tag yeah. you guys. Um, and then, um, listen, I definitely want to get you back on here. Uh, it's and Nick, at Nikki underscore Duo Studios. N-I-C-K-Y, right? N-I-K-K-I. N-I-K-K-I. Okay. All right, listen. Underscore Duo Studios. Again, thank you guys so much. Dude, you're coming back. No, dude, thank you for coming out here, man. I definitely learned a couple things. and I mean, the cover three and the cover four, now I know that shit. No, I'm serious, dude. You're gonna see it. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, listen. I, we're we're gonna do a fantasy podcast later, and now I'm gonna sound a little bit more professional, which is kind of smart. I love it. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So CC's BEC podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram. We have CC at CC's BEC. Oh no, no, no apostrophe. This guy always says at CC's. It's at CC BEC. There's no right, S every time. I know. I know. I know. I got it eventually. Listen, that's how you learn, man. Yeah. Fuck up. And then identify it, and then. Only 13, so episodes. 13 episodes done yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand more to do right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. This is CC's BCEC. Peace. Peace.